Greetings, everybody. This is Paul Hutchin, the guitar player in the Parlotones, presenting the second episode of our podcast. In the background, you can hear Buckle Up. It's the first track of the first CD of our new album called China. If you listen to the song with headphones, you'll actually hear Khan's voice is in both headphones. On the one side, it's more of a singing style. On the other side, it's like a lower, talked kind of tone. It's very cool, very cool effect, but you need headphones to hear it. Yeah, man. Very cool. What a way to start the album. Let's fade this music so I can start talking. Yeah, man. So this is episode two. Hopefully I'll get a little bit better at this. I tried listening back to my previous one that I did. And your voice always sounds so weird when you hear it on your on your own. Um, I know they say that it's because normally when you hear your own voice, it's uh, changed by the sound of your eardrums or something. So when you actually hear it in its un, un-eardrummed form, <laughs> whatever the technical term is, it sounds so strange, but apparently this is what my voice always sounds like. So I'll have to just get used to it. Anyway, uh, Buckle Up. That song is one of the first songs we actually worked on for this new album. A couple of months ago when we first went into studio with uh, Jambo at High Seas. We had about three songs ready. And a week of studio time and... We didn't think we'd get more than one or two songs done in a week, but we ended up doing one song a day. So we worked very quickly in the early stages. And then obviously when we decided to do a full album at High Seas, we needed to write more songs. Um, So only that initial couple of weeks was as quick as that. But uh, yeah, in general, we did work a lot faster on this album which is why we managed to get 25 songs into this album, as opposed to writing uh, or having 30 rough ideas as we normally do. And then when you get to studio, you very quickly run out of time and you have to whittle it down to the best 10 or 12 songs and then rush to finish those. Um, So this was very cool to be able to... That dog, that's actually why I had the music playing in the beginning. There's a dog parking outside. There's uh, painters working across the road from us. And one of the dogs in the neighborhood is just going ballistic. It will not stop barking. I've closed the window. I've closed the curtains. So I hope you don't hear it. I don't know if this mic's going to pick it up or not. The reason Giant Mistake just suddenly started playing. Hear that guitar? That's an effect called tremolo. Basically, it turns the volume up and down really quickly, so the volume actually cuts in and out. Um, it's 
it's a deliberate effect. <laughs> Obviously, it's not a mistake. So it kind of goes da 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 da. Um, the reason I bring that up is because it's the same effect that I used in uh, the beginning of Buckle Up. And sound familiar? Once again, the tremolo. This is a song called Scary, which was on Radio Controlled Robot. So as you can see, I really enjoy this effect. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I say that a lot. Don't I? The reason I started using a tremolo pedal was because um, I was reading an article on Radiohead in the Benz era and it went through a list of all the pedals and the gear that Radiohead were using and one of the things I saw was tremolo pedal. And we really wanted to sound like Radiohead when we started. The Benz was one of our favorite albums. I don't think OK Computer had come out yet, or maybe it had, but we were very big fans of the Benz. Um, it's definitely a more guitar-driven album, and so I went to, it was still Annie McGibbons, they were there on, uh, what's the road, whatever, they just passed Mnet, uh, in a little shopping center there on the left, I think it used to be a fancy car place, now I don't know what it is, um, I drove past it recently, but anyway, I went to Annie McGibbons, and I said I want a tremolo pedal, um, they obviously could see I was a clueless young musician but they were very cool very helpful um they showed me one or two and ended up buying the um carl martin tremo vibe it was called it's a big black box um oh. hello backlap's back <laughs> see i don't really know what i'm doing i'm just cutting pasting songs to make space as I need them. But let's listen to Buckle Up a little bit. Maybe we'll hear that tremolo. Ah, ah, it's a guitar solo part. Alright, never mind. Let's fade this out. Four, three, two, one. Buckle up, buckle up. No, champagne shotgun shooting like a champagne shower. Love Khan's poetry. I always get his lyrics wrong. It's actually a bit of a running joke in the band that things I hear are not what Khan's singing. However, when I do go back and listen, um, I'm always very impressed with um, his lyrics. Uh, like in this song, there's this... Um, he compares the um, you know the trails airplanes leave in the sky. You can see them in London very often. He calls them chalk lines in the sky, uh, which is kind of like you know in a murder scene they have the chalk lines. So it's kind of a 
a uh, what's the word an analogy for air pollution and murder uh, pretty clever old con anyway that's what I think <laughs> uh, another funny story along those lines is in beautiful life Neil was making a lyric video for it and um, there's a line in the song where Khan goes, I will turn all your sand to glass, which I originally heard as I will turn all your sad to glass, which I thought he was being very clever by playing on words there. Neil, however, heard satanic lungs. So <laughs> we're doing the rehearsal for the Cape Town show and I just happened to turn my head and I saw satanic lungs on the screen. And uh, obviously... <laughs> It was completely wrong, and Neil had even forgotten that that's what he had written, so we had to quickly go and edit that. Which didn't help, because on the night of the Cape Town show, the venue's huge screen and projector stopped working, so we couldn't use our videos anyway. However, it worked very well for Monty the other night. Um, Yeah, you know, sorry, I do do that a lot into the microphone, and I see the volumes peaking. I'm going to try cut down on my loud exhales. You know, by episode 10, this podcast is going to be flawless. But I like to think, if you keep it cool and casual, you guys will think we're pretty cool, casual guys. Um, yeah, so the, anyway, the tremolo pedal that I was talking about, I know I've wandered off now into gear talk, um, which is going to appeal to maybe 0.7% of the listeners of this podcast. However... I find it interesting, and it's my podcast. So, um, yeah, we've wandered off topic. What I was originally going to say is that the Patreon site will be going live soon. Um, I've run it by a couple of people to try and see if it's feasible, if it's cool. And the thing is, no one in South Africa has really done this before. Um, there's one or two... Um, sites that I found, um, but they're not very active, and um, so this is going to be a grand adventure for all of us. I'm going to do it. It might not work, um, but we'll find out. You know, there's only one way to do these things sometimes, that's just to jump in and do it, which is kind of the philosophy that we've had in this band for a long time. Um, we don't really wait for things to be perfect. Um, we just go ahead and we do it. Oh, that's my phone in the background. Let me go check it. Hold on a second. Nope, nothing. Nothing important. Um, yeah, so Patreon. I know Josie Field is on it. Um, maybe you can go check that out. But she records music more. Um, that's more what a lot of um, musicians do is they take monthly pledges and then they create music. This is going to be a little bit different. I'm going to be releasing book chapters... Um, as a PDF file, so you just get a book chapter, as well as on the next tier up, the audiobook. So the same setup, just me reading um, a chapter of my book. <laughs> you know, um, I've got a, a book open, I've got a chapter open here. I don't know if I really want to read it, you know, but like, just for example, here's a random paragraph. Um, hold on a second. This is now me talking about how I started getting into music. So this is chapter one of it. It's the introduction to the author. So it's not too much about polytones, but it's more about me, which is probably the least interesting chapter in the book. But for example, here's one paragraph out of the 15 pages in chapter one. 
Um, then, in Standard 7, my English teacher gave me a cassette tape with Metallica's Black Album on one side and Nirvana's Nevermind on the other. That changed my life. I love music from then on. I consumed it. I was listening all day, finding friends with similar tastes and reading music magazines. Everything about music just fascinated me. Initially, I went through a bit of a metal phase, listening to bands like Slayer and Metallica and Sepultura. Then I discovered the Stone Roses and the Charlatans and all that British indie stuff from the 90s and my metal days were behind me. Although I still occasionally revisit them, nothing like a bit of Chaos AD when you're feeling frustrated or angry. That's just one kind of, that's an example of something I've written. So chapter one is pretty much just an introduction to me and how I got into music and my early interests. And then from chapter two, um, we go on to the band actually getting together. I'm scrolling down a little bit here because my first four chapters are all in one document. So I need to obviously still go and separate them. Um, yeah, so chapter two actually starts um, when the band originally got back together. We had a different band name and different band members. Yeah, so pretty much a chapter a year um, working through how we got together, how we started, um, the fact that we were all, it was all our first band. We'd never been in a band before. We never even really played instruments with other people before. So it was all very new to us, which I think is a a cool thing because we weren't, no one was really better than anyone else or more experienced than anyone else. We kind of just were like, we all want to play music. We all want to be in a band. And we're the only people in our neighborhood that want to do it. So let's, let's do it, you know? And, um, that's kind of how it's, how it's gone since then. Um, so yeah, we're getting around the 14 minute mark again. Um, time to start winding this thing down. This isn't going to be episode two. Um, yeah, so the podcast is going to be, uh, I'll be using it, you know, to, to promote, uh, the Parlotones, what we're doing, point you to the Patreon, perhaps read a chapter of the book. Uh, or a portion of a chapter of the book, just to give you a taste. And if you think it sounds like it could be cool, go for it. Um, like I said, it's a big experiment. Um, like it won't be an expensive experiment. Um, go check out the site. I'll post it when it's ready. Perhaps the next episode um, will be when the site's up and running. Um, I just need to reread everything I've written so far, make sure everything's cool. Uh, export it to a, f- a file um, that can be downloaded and uh, we're ready to go yeah so um thanks everyone who's been listening to china um as i've said already it's an album we all love um we just went all out uh, we enjoyed it it was never a chore everything was cool we covered a lot of styles there's a lot of like electronic stuff which is obviously rob's sorry i keep grabbing the microphone and hitting the mute button rob is um electronic um he created a lot of of the background vibes like welcome the wonderful a lot of the bed is is his music um he did a lot of the um groundwork for the whole of the moon cover so there's a lot of the electronic influence there's a lot of guitars there's fast songs there's sort of slow songs there's um serious songs there's slightly less serious songs and the itunes version well all the all the um 
streaming platforms come with a bonus track, which is the original demo of Can You Feel It, which Khan did in England. And you can then compare that to the, the finished version, which he brought back with him, and then we worked on together as a band. And it's always interesting to see how those how those things happened, how the song builds and transforms when the band and the producer and lots of cups of coffee get involved. All right, 16 and a half minutes. I'm going to see if I can find where I left the rest of Buckle Up to play out with. And I will see you on the next episode of this podcast. Cheerio.